What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a new year, and I have a new podcast here at The Ringer, Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi. Austin and I go way back and talk so much hoop already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on all of these conversations. Every week, Pasha and I will hit on the biggest stories happening in the league and get Austin's perspective of someone currently hooping in the NBA. Tap into Off Guard every Friday on The Ringer NBA show feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, my Eagle enthusiasts, this is Fairway Rollin' presented by FanDuel. Elevated events, majors, and more are coming up, and FanDuel is here to help you line up a win during the PGA Tour season. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more, plus track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Quick disclaimer, you must be 21 years old and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes You know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. You want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away? Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. Hello, friends, and welcome to this golf podcast, unlike any other. Oh, yes, my friends, you've done it. This is the stadium edition of Fairway Rollin' Golf Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, my birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts. I am joined, as always, by my incomparable accomplice, our PGA Tour correspondent, boots on the ground, Nathan Hubbard, who will be traveling to TPC Scottsdale to give us a live boots-up review of, hopefully, the beer selection. That's really the only thing that I'm interested in, in addition to all the fantastic golf, the elevated designated event, and all of the Philadelphia fans wreaking absolute mayhem on that venue. He's a tiny bit under the weather. He's got a scratchy voice because he was watching the Grammys. His girl, Taylor Swift, was just dancing away. She's eligible to win every category next year, but he was very outraged at what they did to Beyonce in the Grammys. So he's coming in maybe a little hot, maybe a little scratchy. The first tee is wide open. Let's throw a peg in the ground for this two ball. Nate Dog. That did I have not been this excited about a golf tournament in a very, very long time. I <laughs> this has this has major level potential all over it. I'm more excited about this than I was the PGA. I this is gonna be fantastic, House. This is a huge week for golf. Well, not only that, but look at the run. we what we have in front of us, what we're oh. staring in front of us in terms of a schedule, it really it's coming to my backyard up. next week. I, I, it's unbelievable. Literally. We're going from this gigantic, one of the largest parties on earth, definitely in the American sporting uh, uh, annual consciousness, annual event, right? It's this and in the Indianapolis 500 
This is the they, single highest attended sporting event in the United States. They do in the not United States. release the attendance figures because they're worried somebody's somebody naughty is going to get some ideas. No shit. I mean, and and you know, I'm I'm sure we've got uh, there will security. be three hundred thousand people. You know what's not going to be there? Any balloons? We're not having any balloons over, <laughs> over top of three hundred. No balloons. Get you know what else? But listen, we'll get uh, to TPC Scottsdale and the the Waste Management Phoenix Open in due course. Let's go ahead and give out some flowers to our homeboy Justin Rose. Mm. Pretty good, right? Now it was a marathon slog. We saw oh. every iteration, every version Hell. of. Uh, 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 of what the weather has to offer of the, the of the majesty that is the Monterey Peninsula um the the coverage was uh in terms of just the visual aesthetics perfect from my perspective just I thought they did every, great every year like just in terms of like watching pebble on television it's getting better and better i have been there a few times i've walked it a few times i've never had the good fortune to play it, but especially on the front, the way that they're showing the golf course now, and this has uh, been a consistent theme with CBS. Um, well, and NBC did a pretty good job too, but it, it's showing the golf courses in a way that I think is is finally like revealing the character of it. Do you do you agree with this? Yeah, well, I mean, half of it was from Jim Nance's Nest camera. <laughs> do you do you, do you think he had any screaming eagle in his hand or under under the the, the broadcast <laughs> desk? Do you think he had any? You know, I, a, a, the 2019 I, screaming eagle just came out. By the way, well, you got to let that sit for at least ten years. You're not open in 2019. It's the but... merlot. The merlot. I get to sit on the merlot. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Here is the thing. I I CBS is trying. I mean, they it wasn't just the visuals, which I thought were stupendous. I mean, there's a lot of elevation, sneaky elevation on that yes. course. Yes, has not historically been shown. I just remember the first time I walked, I was like, wow, the camera just can't really pick it up. It's a little bit like, uh, I don't know, Madonna at the Grammys. But the the thing about this course or the the coverage was they also introduced some technology this week. Did you see the predictive uh, where the ball is going to land as soon as on the on the par threes, as soon as the guys were hitting it? The, the technology was predicting based on launch angle and spin rate and all that where the ball was going to actually land on the green, which I think is actually a really interesting enhancement to the overall coverage because you sit there and you go, ah, well, you know, on a part three, the ball goes in the air and you just sit, you have no idea where it's going to land. But if right away you can see, oh shit, it's trouble or hey, we got a chance for this to be a dart. I just think it helps focus your eyes in the same way that sometimes the puck in hockey is hard to watch on TV. Hockey's so much better live. It, it, I just think that it was a nice little touch. So I'm very, very pleased about the investment of time. And by the way, by the way, we also had a Keith Mitchell uh, step up to the mic moment which was the second time that's happened following Max Homa. And Mitchell was great. It yes. was so cool to hear him talk about how he was thinking about the shots, how his caddy called him off, why. They're not asking about their kids. It's not a bullshit, you know, shucking, whatever. It's, it's a legitimate, real conversation about golf that you just don't get, even from the on-course announcers. No offense to Colt, who's awesome, but these guys talking about the way they're thinking about the shot, what the feel is, how you know what their swing thought is, so insightful. And what we got out of Kashmir, Keith, the golf gods once again recognized <laughs> that commitment. Now I, I can't remember. I think Colt was the one who 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 clued us in that they call him in the locker room, Kashmir Keith. By the way, extraordinarily handsome, very understated. I think he's still rocking Sid Mashburn. He's, he, he he immediately vaulted into. You're a little into, jealous of his look. Aren't you're you? fucking a right. I mean, you beat me to it, buddy. I love that Sid Mashburn shit, and I think it looks exquisite out there on the golf course. Now, I hope it's still. I don't know if that's they still have that relationship, because um, you know he he doesn't wear any like Mashburn logos on 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 the sweater. But Cashmere Keith had it rocking. What an old school throwback look, right? The visor, the sweater, it was all put together. Uh, impeccably as far as I'm concerned. And, and the golf gods, they couldn't make any putts on Monday, but he still no. was rewarded with a top five performance. That, that's, that's, that's plenty uh, uh, enough reward, right? I think, I think any player who doesn't want to do this interview is nuts. It was great. His sponsors got tons of TV time. He became an interesting character instead of a somewhat punchable face. 
like it just was it there is no downside to this there just is not the only downside is that it sounded like whoever had the other airpod was in a cart driving on gravel <laughs> and that they hadn't quite figured that out but i don't care like thank you for trying something different i just hope that outside of what i think will be called an amanda interviewing people on 16 this week that somebody yeah. else does it because there are some awesome fucking holes on this golf course uh just as there are at pebble and he and some really hard strategic decisions that have to get made uh, this week in front of 300,000 people. So I hope they keep it up. Golf, you know, uh, there are a lot of reasons. And, and I, I sort of have hated the 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 live bot thing, which is and the Phil Mickelson thing, which, hey, none of this happens without me. Well, I'm look, it moved the game forward five years in six months. It did. And we can bitch well, about the process. We can complain about how all the jackasses went over there. We, there's so many things to throw darts at. But this does not happen with this speed, with this intensity, with this urgency, and frankly, with this execution and, and I'm not going to say excellence, but like really innovative work. It doesn't happen without Lib, does it? No, I, I, I slightly disagree with you. And the reason for okay. that is is because the um, the production at CBS in particular changed hands. It's now in the co- capable hands of Seller Shy, who is, uh, I think I got his name right, um, a contemporary, really, I think, uh, of ours. I think he's around our age with kind of our sensibilities. And they had a lot of this technological stuff sort of in, in, in the, the pipeline. Yes. Yes. And the same is true of of NBC. Like, in the manner that you see over the last couple of years, NBC, um, for budget reasons, greatly tightening the belt oh. and, and offloading all of the, um, you know, the old voices from those NBC broadcasts. They are committing resources to some of the the, the tech elements that okay. there is tech enhancement. I just, I, House, I just refuse to believe, though, that the non-traditional golf media didn't help contribute to this. Oh, that that's different, right? That's different from live the non-traditional golf media. Absolutely. I mean, you know, as uh, folks like, you know, in that no laying up uh, fried egg, the shotgun start crew, like all, all of those voices becoming more prominent, the democratization of voices, you yes. know, looking at golf and speaking yes. on golf that for sure put that pressure, applied the pressure. It's not 65 year old dudes falling asleep on their couch. On, on Saturday afternoons as as the demo that you're trying to serve. Uh, and I think that really, more than anything, spurred this pipeline of, of innovation. Well, speaking of old men who fall asleep on their couches, Justin Rose won this tournament. And I do think that for those folks who like to bet on golf, you would have seen Rose playing sneaky well the week before. You would, and you had to take a look at that momentum and then look at the field, which, you know, yes, it was a weak field, uh, but there is the opportunity to find those, those players who have a little bit of momentum heading into a tournament like this. It was nice to see him win. He's a classy guy through and through a pretty damn impressive list of courses on which he has won golf tournaments at this point. And there's something nice about him staying in the fight after having not won in four years the game clearly slipping a little bit away from him you know he, he had that runner-up finish at the masters and i'll never forget the the interview where he said you know i know that i'm going to win one of these and you just sort of felt like that was his opportunity to win the masters and it's not going to come back again but nonetheless a lot of his colleagues a lot of his contemporaries left the tour and went to live he hung in there. This is the quintessential guy that they were trying to recruit. Probably, probably a little past his prime over in Europe. Can he go get the big payday? But no, he hung in there. He's ground out the work on his game and he got the result. It, it, for all of the commercial stuff and the ice cream cone MasterCard commercial and all that shit that, uh, you know, sort of burrowed its way into my brain to make me think that Justin Rose was annoying. This was, I, this was an easy win to root for. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And and part of what you're describing is the grind and you you come face to face with the grind that he's sort of going through. And we we are now in this space where we're giving him compliments for sticking to the grind rather than grabbing the paycheck that certainly must have been in front of him from the live folks. I mean, he's got the resume between 
the major win in the U.S. Open, the gold medal, uh, the FedEx, uh, you know, he, he won that FedEx Cup thing, the big check yes. a handful of years ago. Yes. So he's got a resume, 11 wins on tour, 10 or 11 wins on tour, like plenty good enough for the for the live ranks. But the thing that really fascinates me in particular uh, as it relates to the grind with Justin Rose was the stories about his equipment stuff. Like he mm. is off of a, a single um, equipment sponsor and he's been testing stuff. And he talked about like the paralysis of the experience of testing things because there's so much good shit out there right now. He did play the Paradigm driver, uh, the oh, brand new Callaway driver that you got changed to hit. my life. You hit it 5,000 times into the net at the uh, top top in El Segundo, right? It's changed my life. I'm ha- I can't wait till we play again. I mean, you, uh, I just saw you pounding it, you know, 330 yards into the net, but I want to see it out on, on the golf course. Uh, Justin Rose um, has the paradigm driver and three wood, and then he had Cobra irons. And mm-hmm. And to me, the best shots of the week, the ones that I'll remember from this tournament, are the four iron from the bunker on number six that right. he hit on on uh, Sunday to I think it was eight or nine feet. It was like literally not believable to me based on where he seemed to be in that bunker and yeah. watching the trajectory of that shot. It was like a a, a stinger out of a bunker that yeah. climbed up that hill and landed it was a, it was a laser bolt and then he hit on number 8 uh a, a, a majestic again the four iron and he and he lamented when he pulled this this set together compiled this set of cobras um that he didn't have a three iron that he was missing the three iron and then he ripped off two unbelievable iconic four irons and that's the shit that you know yeah. um get get gets Gets my nethers moving a little bit. I have to be honest. I mean, about it. you might also remember the hole in one on fifteen on on Friday. That was a. Uh, it's been a while since a guy who's had a hole in one has won a tournament, and he needed every stroke. I mean, look when you look at his shots gained, they weren't tracking it at Spyglass, they weren't tracking it at Monterey Peninsula. So we can't totally say that. But it's not like he did anything that interesting. Of the tracked stuff, he was only seventh tee to green. He was like he lost shots off the tee. It's not like the putter was on fuego. He did. He did on that back nine, though. Kind of closed the deal, didn't he? he? They came out after spending the night. He's sitting on the lead, n- ten holes in, and he immediately drainos a couple putts, and it's just totally over. And you, you looked at the rest of that board, and it was like, who's really going to challenge? Who's going to take on Justin Rose here? I, it was the perfect win for. It's, it was a little bit like Rom getting that win in Mexico after it'd been a while. Okay. Yeah, it was. It, it's. Not totally analogous because this course is better and more, you know, way more prestigious. But it was one of those ones where, yeah, okay, maybe he was down there shooting fish in a barrel, but he needed to get over the hump. And there wasn't anybody big nipping at his heels where you felt like, all right, you know, Kitayama is going to take this away. Kitayama was also down uh, challenging Ram, I think, in Mexico. But it's a good win for him and nice to see. I, But again, like a lot of people could have come through and won this golf tournament. It just, this is the way the tour is going to be going forward. And I think that's okay. I I think it's, look, the reason the tour pulled in golf bet into their, uh, you know, inside their organization they announced in the past couple of days is because that's what's going to keep a tournament like this interesting. Yeah, all right. It was weird that Matty Fitzpatrick missed the cut. Like, what the fuck? Uh, it was weird that Victor made absolutely no run on the fourth round. I mean, I was going to say Sunday, but it's Sunday, Monday. Uh, so that left a leaderboard of Joseph Bramlett's and, you know, <laughs> you know sure. yeah. Brandon, Brandon, Taylor Roos. Pendrith shooting 64 and Denny McCarthy shooting 64. But as a sport, if we're paying attention in those, you know, to, to the farmers, if you're paying attention to the backside of the draw in Phoenix, it's going to help you the next week. In two weeks, when nobody plays the Honda, you're going to be able to have an advantage over the regular fan. Yeah, I, I will say I had Justin Rose. I'm in a one and done. I'm in Pat Mayo's one and done. So I have a Did couple you have entries him? in there. I had him at the Farmers. I because I just didn't want you know I didn't want to use a big boy this early in the season, and I I he did almost like delivered for you. Yeah, I mean you know he he he's he's been in in form, um, and I'm angry that I didn't. I, I couldn't use him in the one and done, but I, I should have had a little wager on him. I did a bunch of matchups. Uh, I did a, make a I did make a suggestion for a wager last week. Did you follow that one? There was a top twenty 
that you mentioned that very, very plus odds for a certain guy, the only player that I'm aware of in the field that proposed marriage on the 18th green, I don't think any other players in the field did that. That guy collected, speaking of, you know. One guy uh, actually did propose. Who was it? On the tee. Oh, that doesn't count. I said the green. Yeah, it was the green. One guy did it this week. It was a corn fairy. I was like, come on, man. You can get your own get your own mojo. What the <laughs> fuck? That's it. Well, that guy did convert that top 20 into he cold did. hard cash. So Plus hopefully 400. The, I hope the you guys buddies, did. Yeah. Uh, we don't use we don't use that, that name in vain unless we feel somewhat decent about it. Yeah, we don't. We, we very rarely no. even use the name, to be honest with you. Weird Spieth moment, too. I got to say. Did, Which it, one? All of it. I mean, I okay. just the, the weird Spieth performance. You know, he barely makes the cut, and he just his game is meh right now. Yeah. It's meh, and 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 you know, we looked at it. Uh, he, he he's he's been like a hundred thirty first in shots gain approach since the U.S. Open, a hundred thirteenth tee to green as of last week before this. I, he's not playing well, House. Yeah, I I if we're gonna be. Speak truthers on this show. We have to speak the truth. Glass half full. It. I think he's going to find it. I. I. The thing that I that I took away from this, he didn't. He wasn't pressing. He he wasn't out like that bashing his brains in. He was enjoying it. He enjoyed the experience. It seemed to me. Now, I mean, this was you know from the the uh, early round ubiquitous camera coverage of of Jordan Spieth, which I, right. I, I'm perfectly fine with. We got a lot of conversation with Greller. The punch that he hit on uh, the the seventh hole with, I think, a seven iron right. when the wind was whipping. Right. He was super it was psyched. Yeah. It was t- and he was so pleased with it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Spieth, Jordan Spieth doing golf stuff. Fine yeah, with it. Just weird. Like, yeah, there was just weird shit. The double, you know, he just I don't know. It's it, it, he had a double in almost every round this week, and it just he didn't he didn't in, in his first round or in his second round. But I I just it's not amazing right now, and we're coming into a real stretch here where he's going to be going up against the best players of the world in the world, and we're saying things like, "Hey, Phoenix has got 18 of the top 20 in the world golf rankings. That hasn't happened since 2007." Um, but there's some guys in those rankings who aren't playing great right now. And again, as we look at guys who are at the top of the leaderboard this past week, uh, you know, Brandon, Brandon Todd, that guy plays well about four tournaments a year and they're all in a row. Yeah. And my guy just T2. He's in the field this week. And yes. you know, you're looking at a top 20 play for that guy. Y- you can get, I mean, the Brandon Todd is plus 500 to finish top 20. That's the kind of shit we're looking for right there. That's exactly right. So it, it, that's why this week matters. Just to put a bow on this house, what do you think should happen to this tournament? I mean, I'm going to be so bummed if we don't get to see Pebble Beach. It's got to move on the calendar. Um, it can't be. I don't know. I don't have the solution. I haven't sat down with the the macro schedule board for the PGA Tour. Um, one of the things that uh, Justin Rose in his post victory congratulatory interviews offered up did did kind of resonate he talked about how it's a unique opportunity to kind of prepare yourself like because it's a grind because it's different because the golf course is kind of it's it, it is iconic I'm glad you caught that like all, all, all of those things to me should be attributes that are uh you know that that lead lead to it having a a, a good spot somewhere i don't know like on the calendar where it falls in in these events because we're about to go on this absolute murderer's road that goes all the way through the masters like we're we're going right from phoenix basically from phoenix to the masters with the only bullshit tournament on, on the card being you know the honda for all intents and purposes right yes uh, and well, we'll see what happens, but we, yeah. we do have to sort of get used to this, uh, you know, major minor tournament. And uh, the way that we're going to make the minor tournaments fun is to pay attention and bet on them. Well, let's let's do uh, a, a quick sort of hit on three different topics. Now, one of the things I want to make sure that we cover as we enter the discussion on the waste management is. Um, the outrageously outsized 
field that was trying to qualify in the Monday qualifier <laughs> and and how that is um, perhaps one of the side effects, the knock on effects of these designated elevated events, because the purses are so humongous. If you can get into one of these designated elevated events and the money that you can you can perhaps, you know, if you make a cut. It's it's a giant paycheck. Yeah, it's a big for somebody paycheck. that might be, you know, in a Monday qualifier kind of position but we'll we'll talk about that in the context of of the tournament few quick hits st andrews tried something they uh the swilkin bridge the uh most famous um stone bridge in all of golf uh as you walk up um the 18th they tried to do something with the walk areas around the beginning of the bridge and the back of the bridge and it looked like a giant cock is what they they designed and there were aerial aerial views of it. There was like a stone, circular stone entry point uh, in front of the bridge. And then you crossed over the bridge and there was a smaller stone sort of departure uh, platform. Um, again, looked like giant cock and balls. And the world lost its mind. The golfing world lost its mind. And immediately, immediately, the RNA St. Andrews. <laughs> There's a they're out there with a shovel today. There's a fucking backhoe digging it up right away. <laughs> it's just so nice to know that the world, the golf world, has this sway. Yes, I mean you should not bow to pressure on Twitter in your life. It shouldn't be a thing that you normally do. But I do think some sort of sentiment analysis would have helped them to understand how badly they screwed that up. It just looked. I mean, it's like you and I carried the rocks out there and and just put it in a circle. And I understand why they did it. The, the traffic coming up to the bridge is killing the grass, but it's like, figure it out. Figure it out. Come on. They, you, you know how to grow grass over there. You've been doing it for hundreds of years. We understand that that particular, those areas, that launch point and departure point are under even more duress than usual. And they, they said that they previously explored artificial turf for some kind of mix and that, that it hadn't worked. Figure, figure it the fuck out. Like, like, figure it like out. Like Augusta putting an airstream in place of Butler Cabin or something. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> it was great. I couldn't have enjoyed it more. Um, speaking of things I couldn't have enjoyed more, um, did you see the live hype video? And that they have the team names. We have the captains. And there was a rap song. And the guys were doing stuff. And it was awesome. I loved it so much. What did you think? You did not love it so much. I did. Did you see Bryson DeChambeau playing air guitar with a Cobra driver? And he's not sponsored by Cobra anymore. He don't yeah. got no relationship with Cobra. Was that that must have come out of the stockpile? I think that was taken a year ago, and they stitched it together. <laughs> and man, he was it, rocking. It, it, if that, if that, uh, if if the genitalia that was built on uh, St. Andrews was was made of stone. Uh, yeah, this one was made of cotton or it just was the softest video I've ever seen. It, it's I not, loved it so much. Why are they not helping their dare? cause? And they have the, the new name for Bubba's team, which oh, is range goats, the range goats. But we still, we still have the, the nutsacks and the queefs. They're still going <laughs> at it. I mean, so the range goats and the nutsacks and the queefs and the, and, and the, and the quibbits are all going to go at it. My single favorite, um, comment. Uh, that I saw in the Twitter stream. Somebody called Phil PGA Tour Superstore Phil, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, and that might be whoever that was. I'll try and look it up. Uh, I'm sorry that I didn't write it, write, write it down. Phil's getting when chirpy I the Twitter in the comments. Well, he's back. Why Why not? He's 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 back on Twitter. Skeletor Phil. Give, giving interviews. That's right. And he's sure that he's right about everything. So it's going to be awesome. I, I, I can't wait. Uh, Great job with um, the hype video. I was definitely feeling hyped. I can't wait to get over to the CW in, in, in two weeks for this. Nice to see Abraham Answer win a golf tournament. He won one. He did it. He's, yeah. he's back. He was, all shitting aside, he, um, he's healthy. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're, this is the thing, dude. The Masters, as much as, as you led this show off with your excitement for this event in Phoenix, the yeah. Masters is going to be absolutely effing bonkers because these guys are going to be there and it is going to be awesome. I mean, they were there at the, at the open. 
No, it's different. Different now. Different Why? now. Well, because we've all had a, a, a well, chance. Because Cam's gone. Cam's gone, and we've like really had a chance to like the open was in. We, we've marinated in the in the in the pettiness. <laughs> yeah, the open was not in America, buddy. This is the Masters. Yeah. In in Augusta, Georgia, in April, the first major of the tournament. The the the, the sides have been drawn. Patrick Reed and Phil Mickelson will be at the Masters, you know, cocks yeah, on the but... table. And it, there's going to be Scotty Scheffler is going to feed them all. Uh, I don't know what 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 Scotty Scheffler eat. I don't even know. I mean, I don't need to make fun of Scotty. He he looks he's very uh, uh, and what a nice soul that we see him That's in, in the, the full right swing. Way to say it. He's yeah, a good he's man. a very he's a good man. Exactly right. But but do you think we're even going to? Are we just going to sit in Berkman's and eat oysters and drink screwdrivers, or are we going to actually Us? go watch the golf? Yeah, yeah, we'll do some of both. <laughs> probably do a little bit of both. I'll probably yes be drinking all. Bloody Marys. Yes, to all. But let's let let's. Uh, I did quickly um, mention the Scotty Shuffler. So the full swing, the Netflix series, the yes. deep dive behind the scenes of golf. We have the screeners. We thanks do to the Netflix folks. Thanks Thank to Schuster, Mega Schuster. Um, we are plowing our way through it, you'll start seeing the the media embargo has lifted. So folks are writing about their reactions to it. We'll have the fairway roll and reaction uh, next week and then in, in coming weeks beyond that um, as the first show debuts. It becomes available to the general public February the 15th, which is next Wednesday. Yeah, so I that's going to be exciting. I will say uh, I found it uh, interesting that the tour is hyping up one young Joel Damon. He is playing this week with Justin Thomas and with Sahith Tagala. Now, Damon took his shirt off on the green last year, so I get it. And Higgs did not even qualify for this. How did they not give Harry Higgs a sponsor invite? Yeah. J.B. Holmes, okay, he won. But, like, come on, man. Like, what I are we know. doing? And Ricky Barnes, uh, that's the one that, that, that you can't get over. Ricky Barnes knows somebody there in Phoenix. It, 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 it happened. It, it is what it is. But it, you can see they've got, his, they got Joel's image and likeness now more front and center. They, they, there's a PGA Tour communication that went out with Rom, Tom Kim, and Joel. I was like, all right, we're really going after it. And, and I don't mind it. That's fine. We've been complaining that they're not building up that mid-tier. And they're leaning in. And, and this is in part because we're in Phoenix where Joel took his shirt off, but in part because what's coming up behind it is a Netflix uh, series that's going to feature Joel prominently. Yeah, there is an, a full episode, and uh, I'm not going to spoil any of it, but it'll, I think everybody um, will will enjoy it, and it'll, it'll uh, hit you squarely is, is the only thing that I'm going to say. As squarely as I hope to hit Driver off the first tee with my new uh, artificial appendage, and we won't go any any deeper uh, in, into that, Nate, dog. <laughs> Does it look like the bridge? I do have a new appendage, uh, and it is bionic. My birdie buddies, do not miss your chance to step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can bet the tour with a no-sweat first bet up to $3,000 back in bonus bets. My par-saving pals, please, we talk through on this show several of our favorite top 20 plays if you want to just do a little bit on Taylor Pendrith, a little bit on Keith Mitchell, a little bit on Brendan Todd, some of those names further down the list. If you want to jump in on a four-leg parlay, we walk you right into something that is delightful. My friends, use that no-sweat bet on whatever you like, including the four-leg parlay. We have wonderful head-to-head matchup opportunities. You can do finishing position. You can do make the cut, miss the cut. Betting on FanDuel is the best. Great promotions every day. Safe and secure. You get paid fast. Go see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook, especially in the golf. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code ROLLIN, R-O-L-L-I-N, to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Quick disclaimer, you must be 21 or older and present in select states. The first online real money wager only. A $10 deposit is required. The refund is issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, 
You can call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in the following states, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. If you're in Arizona, enjoying this golf tournament, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 5342-188-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, 1-800-522-4700 or visit KS Gambling Help. That's all one word, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. Louisiana, 1-877-770-STOP. In Maryland, you can visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. That's if you're in New York. In Wyoming, 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. Let's talk about, speaking of Bionic, Not the Waste that. Management Phoenix Open. Because yes. you're going. We're taping yes. this on a Tuesday. You leave tomorrow morning. What What are you doing? Like, how are you preparing yourself for this? Because this is one of those things where it's like, you can't really sort out in your brain how many people. It's just a gigantic mass of people. Are you going to like go to the stadium uh, 16th hole first and get oriented? Like what? what's your go-to move here? Well, so I've been going to this tournament for a long time and I didn't really understand it. I, I always understood it as this you know, the, the the place where everybody went nuts when Tiger hit the hole-in-one and raised the roof. But there was no stadium then. And the place where 20 guys in jeans turned over a rock a few times, a huge boulder a few times to get the, the, the boulder out of the way so Tiger could make birdie. But I just didn't understand what it was until I went in maybe 2015. And since then, man, it's just a must-go. It is... There are a few sporting events that until you're there, you can't really understand what you're looking at. The Olympics is that way. The Any NASCAR event is that way. Uh, I think a hockey game is that way, but at a much lower level. This golf tournament is fucking insane. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to do two things. One is I will pick a couple groups and follow them around because the course itself is really fun. Interesting holes. Definitely the back nine is the best, really starting... 13 on in is is so much fun. Uh, but then you've got to go camp out on 16. The most fun part of the course, I really think as a spectator, is to take a, a, a 
big group and follow them 16, 17, 18, because there may be more fans in 17 and 18 than there are in 16 at this point. Oh, wow. And, and, and because they just have had to keep building. It's a three-story. They th- th- There's just this three-story grandstand that goes all the way down 17. 17's that cool hole, w- drivable par four. Yeah. We saw Sahith basically lose the tournament on a bad bounce there last year. And then it's definitely the hardest drive on the course on 18 where you've got a series of sort of church pew bunkers and it's it's an awkward little dog leg with water uh, that if you hit the drive well, you could set yourself up for birdie, but a lot of guys get get bogged down. So that's the place that all the fans hang out. It's where the partying happens. It's also the most fun part of the golf course. Uh, so I will do a day of walking around, and then I'll do a day of just bouncing with groups between those three big holes. It's it's the only way to do it. Well, in in the way that we were crazy fortunate to have the u.s open being played in the greater boston area at the same time as the nba finals were being uh contested and actually completed uh game six in boston the super bowl which is a tiny turn bigger than the nba finals i think you know no no disrespect to the nba but the super bowl is its own animal altogether and speaking of zoo and animals there are fans traveling in. No, oh, I'm not characterizing goodness. any fan base in that manner. Oh, my goodness. But they are enthusiastic fans for both teams, Nate Dog, who will be showing up on these grounds. And you, the, the temperature as it is with the with the fans that you've yes. experienced and observed, it's already, you know. we It's the, right the, on the edge between <laughs> appropriate and not. And, and frankly, last year, with the launching of the beer bottles, it did go over the edge. Yeah, it, yeah. it went over the edge. Inappropriate. And, and the, the hardest part is at, it, the groups that are putting out at 5.30, 6 o'clock at night as the sun is setting. Mm. And they're not part of the ROM group. Because, you know, when you're it, it, with the big players, there's just white noise. And it makes one jackass can't offset anything. But in some of the groups that are off the beaten path, you got drunk people just streaming home and you got people falling down and scream. This is going to be an interesting year that you're exactly right. That the energy is the biggest wild card. This thing has a lot of potential to be out of hand this year in, in what could be a fun way, but it also could be disruptive. Like it would not surprise me if I could prop bet that a major player has a serious disruption that costs him at least one stroke because of the sort of, Philly energy of the crowd. <laughs> I would bet it. Okay. I, I, I think we're there. They've taken some steps. There won't be bottles this year, but like it's all over the course house. The energy we is the set same. Odds. Will, will yeah. there be a disruption? Yes. That's that's at, at minus odds, at right? You got a late 17, juice. Yeah. It won't be 16, 17, and 18. It'll be out on seven or on three or something. Like there's going to be something there. Look at the list of names of guys that have only played this event once in the last 10 years. It's it's Rory, it's Patrick Cantlay, it's Colin Morikawa, it's Matt Fitzpatrick. Some combination of scheduling and maybe they don't like the insanity. And then you've got your regulars in the form of John Rahm and Xander and JT and and uh, you know that we, and Scotty Scheffler who's going to show up and, and, and love it. And one of the things that if you look back at the roster of winners of this event, holy shit, is it a yes. lot? Is it is it classy, right? Hideki it's, twice, it's major winners. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is it's a real H- tournament. Hideki twice. It's Gary Woodland, U.S. Open winner. Webb Simpson, U.S. Open winner. Brooks Kepka, U.S. Open winner. Ricky Scotty Scheffler, Masters winner, and Phil Tor, Superstore Mickelson, <laughs> four five time major winner. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real course. It is a real crowd. And this just the elevated event nature of this with all of these guys in the mix, all the drama that's preceded the last year that really kind of started just about here. Right. All the chatter. It it had started to break a year ago. Uh, We got Scotty Scheffler defending for the first time in his career, which is almost impossible to think about. Yeah. Because it all started here last year. And and they're playing for $20 million. This is going to be a tremendous, tremendous golf tournament. And as, as we get to what this is about, I mean, put it all aside. Yes, 18 of the top 20 players in the world are showing up. 
but two guys have been playing inarguably the best golf across the world in the last well okay sorry cam smith god damn it <laughs> but outside no, of cam I, smith what if you I, say in the last six months it's still fine rory I mean, first rom. cam won in australia but yeah rory first rom rory did not come to hawaii we have not seen these two go head to head but they have been winning almost every time they take their clubs out of the bag for the last six months and finally we're going to get to see the two of them go head to head. It's really a home game for Rom because he obviously is an ASU grad and this is where he lives and he loves. But man, I'm not sure there's a player on tour who thrives in the energy and the tension and the, the you know, it's right on the knife like Ryder Cup where, man, if somebody just jumps out of the stands and runs on the green, there's going to be a fight, right? That kind of like dangerous energy. Rory thrives on it. Yeah, it's why when I look at the card, it's going to be a super chalky card for me. Rom is at, at plus 700. Rory's at plus 800. But the appeal of guys that have won majors, because the energy that, that you're talking about, it's a different mm. energy. It's a yeah. it's a crazy energy. It feels like an anything can happen kind of energy. Yeah. And and I think that's the the you want the guys that have been on that stage. And I'm I'm pissed that I missed out. One guy I'm staring at. God, I love Colin Morikawa this well, week. And, and and he's in the group with Rory and Hideki. Yep. And, and, and I think I think it's very likely that the winner is going to come out of that group this week. Look, Ooh, th- th- there's that. there's so much energy in this thing that they've actually grouped everybody in ways that they, they've got two waves. There's basically four waves, right? Afternoon off the front, afternoon off the back, morning off the front, morning off the back. So there's sort of four quartiles of players. They've put all of the must-see guys into two of those waves. And then they've staggered it so that they're basically going to have Rory and Hideki and Morikawa come through, followed by Finau and Shoffley and Spieth, followed by Cantlay and Fitzpatrick and Burns, blah, blah. And then once they get to, then there's two hours of basically nobody's coming through. <laughs> and then they, then they bring it back with the, you know, the guys on the other side, which is the Roms and the JTs and Damon and Max, et cetera. So you can even see that they're trying to create these periods where uh, basically cooling off periods yes. on some of these Get holes. Sober. Yeah, Get sober. Yeah. That, that's the way that they're going to do it. Have so a water. I say Go all that just because Mix I think, water. yes, I think the groupings really matter. The first is that, you know, guys like Wyndham Clark here, Wyndham Clark shot a 61 and was first round leader. Wyndham Clark was by himself. It was quiet. Nobody was following him around. So there's usually a few guys who come out of the non-crazy groupings that don't have the same intensity and pressure and energy because they're basically on the other side of the course while you know you can hear 16 from the whole golf course, but they're out, you know, they're out on four just minding their own business putting in with three people watching on Thursday and Friday. So if you're thinking about first round leaders, you might even look outside of that group to see if there's a couple of people who 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 would jump up the board. But the, the pairings matter this week. One of the names uh, that I have circled, and you know, it, it's I just like the price as much as anything, um, is Sungjae. I love Sungjae M this yeah. week. Um, he's got a top ten in this event. Um, and guess what? He's in one of the off groups. Yeah. He he's playing with Ryan Brem and Nick Taylor. See, that's wonderful. That this is this is really bolstering it for me, right? Uh, he uh, tied for fourth at, at the Farmers, and we we know what he brings. This is uh, our homie Justin Ray calling out some of the stats, showing how crucial ball striking is. Sung Jay, top of class uh, ball striking. And depends on how you kind of size up um, correlating events. But one of the things that was funny is like he's he won the, the uh, Honda and you have guys like Ricky Fowler and Gary Woodland and Brooks Kepka, all of whom have finished first or second at the Honda. Um, and, and, you know, if you want uh, correlating tournaments that he's played in, um, some folks have pointed to the Shriners in, in, in Vegas. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that might also be a reason to really love Tom Kim this week because Tom Kim grabbed Shriners from Sungjae back in the fall. But so they're, they're, yeah, but look, I mean, you know, we know what Sungjae has been doing exactly outside right. the golf course. That's exactly right. We know he's been getting fired <laughs> up. Healthy, healthy. He's, he's yeah. V-Rail, V-Rail Sungjae. That's another reason 
that that we we we, we I love him this week. I'll, Pump I'll it just up, put it in my. There we go. That's that's my guy. All right, I've I've given out a couple. Let me hear some some thoughts. Well, I'll tell you who I don't love. I did not love Fitzpatrick last week. That was a yeah. very concerning performance. Yep. I do not love what we have seen from Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. At the start of the season, it's kind of been met, and I don't think he loves this environment. <laughs> I did not love I, Matt. I feel it, like you're baiting me into saying I, something bad about him. I, I'm not going to do trying. it. I'm I like trying. him. I won't do it. I do not love Spieth's form, even though you know yeah, he, know he really had an opportunity. I did not love that Mav McNeely withdrew with a shoulder injury last week. Don't, yeah, it's a bummer. I, we've Everybody, sort of been waiting square for him play to, of the week. Mav yeah, McNeely pulled out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But look, if you're not going to bet uh, Rom and you're not going to bet Rory uh, because the odds are, are, are what it is, there, I just think there's some guys down the down the down the. The list that you got to pay attention to if you're thinking about top 20s. Uh, Wyndham Clark, I already mentioned, he shot 61 here. He's plus 450 to top 20. He's a big hitter. He's a good putter. There's been a lot of chatter about him elevating his game. We haven't exactly seen it in the results, but this is a course. I watched, I walked with him when he shot that 61. This is a guy who can get going, and, I, and that's an interesting number at, at plus 450. I mean, what are you going to say? Denny McCarthy's plus 370 for a top 20 after a awesome. blistering Sunday with 10 birdies awesome. and a T4. Yeah. Uh, made a couple dumb bogeys, but boy, he puts his face off. And he does. Th- this is not a fucking piece of shit putting contest. But no. It, it, it is a, uh, the guys who win here have got to putt well. Positional. Yeah, that's exactly right. Positional and putt well. Absolutely right. No, DMV homie, Denny McCarthy. Yeah, and then I, we talked about Brendan to Todd. Uh, I I like Taylor Pendrith, bogey free yeah. sixty four on Sunday. He's yeah. plus four ten for Again, top twenty. Yeah, great. There are going to be a few who sneak in because I think I think some of the big names coming into this tournament are just playing Matt, and so that's going to allow some unknowns to creep in. And then lastly, I just I got to say it, it Ricky Fowler is plus oh, 240 for a top 20. I'm sorry, he's a previous it. champ. He's been peaking. You have seen the form. He has been flashing the form, not unlike Rose. Uh, we've You've been like, wow, Ricky's at the top. He he looked pretty damn good at Farmers. He stumbled a little bit down the stretch, but uh, this is a tournament that matters to him. He came close for a couple years before finally getting the win. I, I got I got my eye on Ricky Fowler at plus two forty for a top twenty this week. I should have known that I couldn't. I was I thought I was going to sneak Ricky in that you were going to overlook him. Gain strokes on the field in each of his last five uh, shotling tournaments on, on approach, mm. which we like. The tied for second at the Zozo. I mean, he's 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 flushing it there, and this he just loves this place. First, eleventh, fourth, second. You know, it, it's it's a nice run for Fowler. Um, one other name that I'll throw in there um, as a as a potential top twenty uh, could be quiet to this audience because um, he doesn't play on the PGA Tour that much. Um, Tyrrell Hatton, yeah, tied for second at the DP World uh, Tour Championship, had a tie for seventh in Abu Dhabi in January, um, and he's played this place once and had a tie for fifteenth, but. I'm looking at a guy who I feel like uh, is constitutionally prepared to handle the madness, mm-hmm. and it also fits my mind's eye. I think that Terrell Hatton is is a is a potential major winner, so that that's a guy that I got um, a Can little bit of handle interest in the insanity around him. I think so. I think that's part of you like think he's going to buy into it. I do. I do. I think that's his, his personality is like you know. The, the 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 madness. He's not insisting on it on it being perfectly pristine and quiet. He he's going to be yelling at himself louder than he than anybody might might be yelling at him. Yeah. So that's the thing. We're we're not going to um, go ahead and reinvest in Keith Mitchell after what we just saw out of Cashmere Keith. I, you tell me. Yeah, I'm in. I thought he struck the ball magnificently. I thought it it was a a a, a wonderful show. He just couldn't get any putts to drop on Monday. He yeah. should have been in the mix to potentially win this thing. Yeah, he he really he he really should have been in the mix. Yeah, so <sighs> so for top twenty, we with uh, um, we have Tyrrell Hatton at plus two hundred, so that's uh, two to one odds. And then Keith Mitchell's also you know better than two to one, plus two forty. So a mm. couple things to look at as top I, twenty I mean, guys. How's I think to enjoy this tournament though? I, I know it's only plus one fifty for a top twenty, but 
we got to put some money on Tom Kim. We okay. just this is you t- you said at the start of the season like is there one guy who could go on the run? Like this should be his like home environment. He is going to love this. the energy. I agree with this. He is playing with Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland who are two of the most sort of solemn you know, dispassionate guys on the golf course. Tom Kim is going to have the stage all to himself. This could be, it's just going to be fantastic. I think, I think having a little money on Tom Kim to top 20 is worth it just for your enjoyment. You know what? Look at this. So, so the good people at FanDuel, uh, have encouraged us to come up with, with something. I'm going to put a four legger in front of you. And what? I, I, oh, that's like know. you. You've got your bionic appendage. Yeah, so you're right. I, I'm nearly a four-legger now. Um, and this is one where, God bless them, like the Super Bowl and the golf tournament are at the same goddamn uh, site. So you know let's it. go ahead and let's let's mix and match a little bit. So first of all, I'll start with my Super Bowl prop. This is my favorite Super Bowl prop on the board. That's Patrick Mahomes over 39 and a half passing attempts. He's averaging 38 pass attempts. He has averaged over 38 pass attempts in seven straight postseason games. In, uh, if you exclude two games where, where he got hurt, I believe that the game script for the Chiefs revolves around a ball control kind of offense and that there's going to be a lot of shorter passes, quick out of his hands kind of passes. They want to keep their defense off the field. Patrick Mahomes over 39 and a half pass attempts. My favorite NFL uh, bid, and then you can put that together on the FanDuel machine Holy with Lord. a top 20 for John Rom. So John Rom's played in this event seven times, never finished worse than 16th, and playing his ass off. Okay, playing John his Rahm, absolute ass off. John Rom top 20. Now, that's, it's minus 220 odds for that as a standalone. I'm not laying juice on that, but we're going to make something where that's a little bit positive. We have our Patrick Mahomes leg, our John Rom leg. Are we not going to put something on Scotty Scheffler, the defending fucking champion, who who's looked already in in, yes. in very good form, Playing very fine. All we want out of him is a top twenty. You know, that's a very respectable return uh, to 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 the scene of the of the first crime that he's committed. His first tour win, top twenty. He's a, he's minus one seventy uh, on, on a standalone basis. Again, don't care about that. Let's put them together with the homie Patrick Mahomes. Let's put them together with John Rom, and then, goddamn it, you talk me into Tom Kim. And how about this? We're not going to even insist that Tom Kim finish in the top twenty. We can have him finish in the top thirty. What? As our fourth and final leg. And that combination, those four legs together, plus seven thirty-eight. Now that's absurd. Oh, Tom that's Kim absurd... is your bionic. <laughs> he is. That's exactly that right. <laughs> Titanian Tom bringing it home for us. Oh. So all of those things feel eminently reasonable. Please don't bet any real money on on something like this. It's ridiculous. It's preposterous. But look for the price of of how much is a beer at at, at the TPC Scottsdale for this event? <laughs> Probably eighty two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> don't bet eighty. Bet one tenth of one beer on this four leg mm-hmm. prop and get yourself plus seven thirty eight. If you bet ten bucks on it, and and you know th- this this hits, that's a that's at least two beers at TPC Scottsdale, right? Yes, it is. This is going to be a great week. G- get your e- get in and look at PGA Tour Live if you've got it. Watch the damn telecast. This is a fun ass golf tournament. We don't get lots of stuff like this, and I think it's going to show what the rest of the year is going to be like at these elevated events. I mean, we literally follow up this event with a trip to Riv. And then woof, before you can even blink, we're going to be in these majors uh, where, where we'll get the added drama of the live stuff. But th- this, this is a dangerous, dangerous four days, and it's going to be worth a watch this year. And away we go. Nate Dog, I can barely contain my excitement. My birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts, there you have it. The very best we could do here. At Fairway Rolling. If you're lucky enough to be in Arizona for these fantastic uh, proceedings, golf and football and everything else, throw a peg in the ground and please hit them straight out there.
This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates.